0: Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Harmonious World. My name is Hilary Seabrook, and for this episode, I'm joined by composer Didier Rucleau. We met in a very busy London coffee shop and had a very interesting discussion, mainly around his latest album, Monsieur Lin and His Child, which is based on the book of the same name by Philippe Claudel. What you're listening to now is, leaving it all behind, Mr. Lin sang which is the first track on this album. And you will hear that when we talk about this album, it's actually the soundtrack for a film that has yet to be made. Anyway, I hope you enjoy listening to my conversation with Didier Recluse. So, Didier Reclus, welcome to Harmonious World. Thank, Thank you, you for very joining much. me. Thank you. Brilliant. Um, so, we're going to be talking about Monsieur Lin and his child, yeah. which is out any minute. And in fact, by the time this comes out, it will be out, but um, tell me about the inspiration for that piece.
1: So, I read that book uh, quite a few years ago, a friend of mine lent it to me, and she... Uh, she said, oh, I really love this story, you should read it, it's, it's really beautiful. So. I really didn't expect that sort of book. Uh, it's a book with a sort of a twist, which I always like when there is a twist on the initial story. And uh, when I read it, I forgot if one day I can score a movie, this is the kind of story I would like to, to write for. Um, and so many years later, I thought, you know, why don't I do it? and just divide the book in different chapters, like all the important moments. And actually write it as if it was a film and that's what I did. Yeah.
0: Oh that's brilliant. So so you've you've written the film score without the film actually yes, being without made.
1: the restriction of the movie. How <laughs> fantastic.
0: Yes, without a director yeah. saying, Oh we need this no, and that and
1: I don't like what you've done there.
0: Yeah. It's... Oh how fantastic. How long did it take you to write the music?
1: Uh, I've been working on it on and off for about the last three years because I was in between project with the uh, history of Africa So in between the two series I started working on the themes uh, Then I had to stop when I was working with And uh, So I would say the last year and a half I worked full time on it between uh, writing, orchestrating, mixing, recording. So that took about a year and a half.
0: Yeah, so where did you record it and who did you get in? Well, actually
1: I didn't get anyone in. Uh, It's all remote recording. Uh, There is this uh, website that I discovered recently called Musiversal and they have a lot of uh, different musicians on their roster and basically you send them the score, you book a session and it's like a Zoom call, they record it in their own studio and usually the, the sound is really, really good and within half an hour they send you the file to integrate within your score so actually only the woodwinds, uh, some of the strings and the drums are live. the rest is all programmed on the computer
0: oh, Wow, that's brilliant! That, I didn't know that existed! So you're on a, you're on a Zoom call while they're recording?
1: Yes, yeah, so you send them the, the score before with the midi file, the tempo map, uh, which was sort of new for me, so I had to learn, you know, they want something quite particular in terms and, uh, in order to save time, yeah. uh, so actually the session never lasts more than about forty-five minutes, and we could manage in forty-five minutes to do a couple of minutes of music. Yes, uh, but they were all brilliant. Really, I mean, they could read straight away, and so it was. It was really. Uh, Without any problem, and yeah, within half an hour you receive the file and uh, just um,
0: fantastic. Because yeah. you would not believe that they haven't all been in the studio, you know, in, in in some studio together. Well, doing it. Yeah,
1: I was trying to 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 get that feeling. I, yeah. What I found difficult is to mix, you know, whatever has been done on the computer with something live, yeah. because something live sounds much more obviously organic yes, and it's, yes. it's, it's kind of a tricky process yeah, to integrate yes. everything together.
0: Yeah, so presumably in that mixing process you're having to sort of do all sorts of things with levels and and, and adding effects and things like that.
1: Yes, and it was the first time I was mixing something so big. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it took me a bit of time to yeah, do that.
0: Yeah, um, yeah.
1: But I had some help from someone mm-hmm. as well for the mastery. Fantastic. So at least I didn't have to do yeah,
0: that. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. And so that's coming out in March? That's on the
1: 7th of March, and uh, the first single is coming out in two weeks on the 28th of February. And that's the track for the first walk, which is supposed to be the time where Monsieur Lin goes in town for the very first time and discovers this chaotic city and right. thinks yeah. about his village back home and yeah. what he's left behind.
0: So this is an extract from First Walk, which is the first single from Didier Recluse's latest album, Monsieur Lin and His Child.
1: I, I know a little about the story.
0: It, I'd certainly recommend my listeners to read the book because uh, it's, it's a it's a fascinating story about loneliness and friendship is, and yeah. all of that yeah. stuff. So, yeah. Brilliant. Um, so, tell me a bit about your background. So, you're born in Belgium. How are you here in London?
1: Uh, so, yes, I was born in Belgium. And, um, my parents were not. Very musical, but my mother's parents were from Poland and both of them loved music so I grew up spending a lot of time with my grandmother and she's the one who said to me, would you like to go to into music? and uh, that's how I, I joined the academy and started learning classical guitar and then drums and from then on I just you know, developed and tried to learn new things
0: classical guitar?
1: Or? Uh, classical guitar, yeah, at first uh, then as I grew up, uh, I got a bit tired of the classical training, and uh, I really got into this sort of music like Pink Floyd and Mike Oldfield, which was, oh, there's a lot of guitar in there, so I moved to something more electric, and then uh, when I came to London, uh, I started studying piano as well, and I realized actually that... It would have been nice maybe as I was younger to try a different instrument before picking one, which in fact I didn't know much about, but I realized that I found piano much more satisfying. You know, there this beautiful music with in guitar. Playing the piano is such a, such a wonderful thing to do, so uh, I use the piano much more than I do right now. Okay, and when did
0: you move?
1: to the UK then? was about uh, 28 years ago, it's been a while, yes, so I came here, you know, having in mind that I wanted to do music here, uh, it took a bit longer than I thought it would, but then luckily uh, Zena gave me my first chance on the television with a documentary together called The Lost Child. Right. And uh, that started you know, my work with her. Okay. And that also gave me uh, more confidence in terms of thinking that maybe I could really, uh, I could release something on my own. Yeah. That's what I decided
0: yes. to do this album. Right. Yeah, so let's talk about the sign Badawi because, um, oh yeah so the history of Africa part one and two they're fascinating um, yeah and of course, just as the UK has a has a difficult relationship with Africa, so too does Belgium, yeah, Belgium. Of course, yes. So, yes. Yes. so um, that must have been a very interesting project to work with. She's an amazing journalist,
1: isn't she? She's wonderful. Yeah. yeah, she's wonderful. Yes. Uh, it was amazing. I didn't realize how big it would be uh, when she talked to me about it. Um, what happened is that she went to UNESCO, I think, for a meeting, and she realized that they have on those shelves those books for the, the general history of Africa. And I think it was a project that was started in 62, uh, 64, and they wanted to tell the, the history of Africa from an African point of view. And then I thought this would be amazing if we could do that, you know, as a, something on television. And so they agreed to let her do it. And then, um, a little bit later, BBC World decided that they would broadcast the programme. So the first nine episodes
0: uh, started at
1: prehistoric time. And then, uh, yes, by the end we finished uh, all the 20 episodes. We were, uh, I think, about 1960, something like that at the end. But yeah, it was an amazing project. So much uh, different types of music in there. And also it was a good uh, training ground for me to uh, learn the chops and uh, work fast. Yes! Um, I think the very first episode, it took me about a month to score it. And I remember Zeynab coming to me and she said you're going to have to cut uh, corners because we won't have that sort of time by the time we get to the end. Yeah. So at the end, uh, yes, I managed to do, uh, I think within 10 days, we could then work on an episode and, right. and finish it. So yeah, that was amazing, amazing training. Yes. I, I've learned a lot.
0: Yeah, that. and that whole series, the two series, are, are available on YouTube, aren't they? And they're getting loads of views, I've yeah. seen,
1: beyond what they got when they were shown yes. on television. Yes, actually. I mean, of course, on YouTube sometimes, you have you maybe someone just looking for a couple of minutes, but uh, I think they close 22 million views at the moment, which is amazing. And uh, she had very good uh, feedback on the program. It did really, really well, and it it, 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 really and it, uh, it opened a lot of people's eyes regarding what happened and how amazing the history yeah. Africa is.
0: Yes, and I think. Um, we tend to think about yeah. Africa in in terms of our relationship with
1: Africa. It and this, this is very much from the African perspective, isn't it? Is it is. And I think she realised also, um, she sometimes goes to university and took the student, and uh, she realised that not many of them, even in the higher type of first studies, didn't really know uh, how many amazing people you know, they had in their past. And, uh, Absolutely,
0: yeah. Yeah, and, and I think it's the right time, isn't it? There's, there, there feels like, I mean, I know this is, it was, was it about 10 years ago it came out?
1: So the first series, I think, was broadcast in uh, 2017. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Then the next one around 2020. Yeah, Actually, right, we, so we finished it by the time uh, the lockdown started. Oh, right. We were finishing uh, the yeah. last,
0: uh, Right. And, but I think, you know, now is absolutely the right time. If you think about 2020 and, and the um, uh, all of the controversy that was there, about Black Lives Matter and things, yes. and I think yeah. it, you know, this is the right time. Yeah, right? no, absolutely. Um, right, what else are we going to talk about? Um, oh yes, so you've got a, a, a link to Nordoff Robbins with your with the new um, album. Well, we're not really linked. But no, but you're giving the
1: donations. Yes. Well. well, I, I thought it's really, uh, I don't have that much of a. Yeah. Fan based I would say, as it is the first thing I'm releasing, and I thought it would be a good idea maybe to give away like three tracks from the album, and if people feel like it, they could give away a donation, that would be. Get to their problems. I just, I just love what they do. Oh yeah. I mean, they, they work with children, adults, uh, yeah. any kind of yeah. uh, disability or disease, and they, they help people very much. And I think it's, it's wonderful what they're
0: doing. It. Yes, it's amazing that it, using music as some kind of therapy or whatever. You see the effectiveness of Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really amazing. it Really is. Yeah. 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 Um, oh. Yes. Yeah, so talk to me about genre because you're when i started this podcast I, I you know got, I got myself all organised and I decided I would do some jazz and some classical and I very quickly realised that that was, that was never going to work because many things cross those yes. and, 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 and and you know there, there's some, some interesting stuff that's kind of got links to folk and, and, and rock and that sort of thing and this definitely had crosses all the genre, genre boundaries so um, where do you see yourself or do you not see yourself
1: in yeah. I think the, the type of music I was listening to the most when I was younger was uh, pop and rock. So, yeah also a lot of progressive and uh, instrumental music, so that would be probably the main, the main influence. Uh, later, when I started studying piano, then I started listening much more to classical music. Uh, I am still have uh, a teacher, and he's really an amazing jazz player, so he introduced me a little bit uh, to jazz as well, so it's really a mix of a lot of different things. But I would think pop and rock been yeah. 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 Yes, yes, yes.
0: But in the broadest sense of those words, really, because you're not, you know, it's not sort of pop in the true sense of the word. I no, don't think, no. I mean, you know. uh,
1: yes, of course. And the film music is something that I love as well. So that's yeah. something I didn't mind when I when I Yeah. this. Yeah.
0: Talk to me about who you consider your influences. Especially
1: in this Muslim thing. Um, There is a a film composer which I really love. It's uh, James Newton Howard. Yes. And there is this sport, this movie called uh, The Village. I love the film, I love the score, And it was always... (laughs) Uh, in my mind, in the background when I was writing this he's using lots of woodwind it's quite an intimate uh, score though in his score uh, the movie tends to be slightly horror at times so he has a bigger moment but uh, yes, I really love what he does uh, I think it's, um, it's very melodic and melody is something that I feel really attracted to I know that there's a lot of I think film director as for something that is more most like sound design, but I really love um, the melody that you can. Uh, whistle or you know, sing and things that you can carry with you and this is what I wanted to do with this album so I, I did spend quite a bit of time on the melodies for each character but yes I think James Newton Horowitz is an amazing composer I like Maurice Jean,
0: very
1: yeah uh, in classical music I love Debussy as well so those are all people I was you know, thinking about. Not that I don't think I, I no, think no. I, I did <laughs> No, 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 but, no uh, I understand. It was yeah. in the background, it yeah. in my mind. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's brilliant. Okay. So First Walk is the, is the single, yes. which is out um, okay. at the end of February. And I, I I must admit, I think that was a good choice for the for the first single for, as, a, as a release, for, to give people a sense of what this is about. And it also it's a bit
1: more of tempo, yes. so I think it's, yes. easier, it's maybe easier yes. to, for a singer rather than the other tries.
0: Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, have you thought about approaching filmmakers, about turning your track, your soundtrack
1: into an actual film, maybe an animation or something? Well, actually, when I when I contacted uh, the author of the book, Philippe Roudel, um, that's what I said to him. I said, oh, in my mind, I think this should be an animation movie. Yeah. And he agreed with that. He said, yes, I don't think we would be able to do it any other way, especially because of the twist happening at the end of the book, which is quite important. So, no, I haven't approached anyone for that, but yeah, it would have to be a an animation movie. I think that takes many, many years yes. to, to develop. <laughs> it would be wonderful, though. But no, I haven't uh, no. I haven't thought of that.
0: And wouldn't that be interesting to have the book influencing the music and the music influencing the movie rather than, you know, sort of sometimes the other way around?
1: Yeah. I think that's probably for any composer that would be the perfect scenario. Exactly. <laughs> yeah the music you want, and then the film is being made, you know, yeah. from the music. Yeah. Though yeah. I don't think and that happens no, an awful lot. No, of it and
0: and and the the author of the book was happy with your music. I understand.
1: He was. He was. Yeah. Uh, my point with him is that I wanted to to be able the name of his characters yeah. and the name of the book because I was so attached to it. Yeah. So he agreed uh, after hearing the music that uh, he was happy with what I had done. And so, yes, I've been in touch with him. But he knows that the uh, release is yeah. soon. And, uh, yeah, I was really happy to have this uh, backing up. Yeah. Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, that, that was a nice surprise. Yeah. Uh, Yes.
0: Brilliant. So you've done that, you've done the the Africa Big project. What's the next project for you?
1: Uh, My wife is an artist and uh, she's worked, so she paints. And she has this idea of uh, doing an exhibition that also would be a performance. And so she would need some music for that. So we're thinking of uh, working together on that project. And she's being wanted to do this project about the mask that people wear in society. And uh, she studied drama in, in Athens. She's Greek, so she has some contacts there. She has a friend that has a dance school there. So we worked, I would write the music and then. We will try to put something together as an installation yeah. yeah. on top yeah. of the exhibition. Yeah. Going to yeah. do. But yeah. this is for the system. It also quite a bit of time. Yeah. Um, apart from that, I have other ideas of what I would like to do. There's a piece I'm finishing at the moment that I would like to record with a quintet. Uh, but I think again this might be done remotely through his website to music lovers. And uh, yes, at the moment I'm just spending a lot, a lot of uh, effort trying to promote the salary. Yes, of it's, course. Uh, it's really hard not to disappear in all the noise. Uh, yeah. So yes. I'm spending a lot of time. On this. Sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, one of the things that's useful about doing this podcast is that then you can use that to spread. Yes. Then, then, yes. you know, because I saw your, I saw your interview with Zana Salvi. Yes. That that's really interesting. Yes. Because she. She's just such a great journalist. She's, she's really inspirational and I think she's one of those people who's kind of passed under the radar. People, you know, she's very much world service, and, yes. and you know, she's got that sort of quite a big profile on that. So, but a lot of people in the UK don't necessarily know about her. But she's, she's an amazing woman. I mean, such an good. Yeah,
1: she's she's brilliant. Yeah. I noticed that when we were working together. Yeah. She has a knife for details it is absolutely yeah. amazing. You, you, you can see that she's been doing that uh, yeah. for years. And uh, watching her when we were editing the program, it's yeah. like a master class in that sort of work. Yeah, so she's, she's, she's really amazing.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I was very lucky to, to have her sort of, uh, as
0: yeah. <laughs> a mentor when I started. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. okay well thank you so much for joining me that was really interesting thank you for joining me for that latest episode of harmonious world and i apologize for the background noise it was <laughs> that coffee bar was much noisier than i expected so i apologize for that but i think you can still hear our conversation and it really was fascinating there are links in the show notes for everything that you can need to read about uh, Didier but also about Zainab Badawi whose work on uh, the history of Africa part one and then part two is really interesting and obviously it's made more beautiful even by Didier's music and obviously we were talking about some of the influences that have been on his music and it's interesting that he had contacts with uh, Jeff at Magian and you can hear his interview from later in the year, last year. So thank you for joining me once more for Harmonious World and uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to some of these live conversations because I think they do have something different compared to the Zoom ones. And I can't always do live interviews but uh, I have some very, very exciting live interviews planned coming up. So what you're listening to now is Song Views and the reveal from uh, from Monsieur Lin and his child. And I hope you enjoy listening to a little more of that. Have a great, harmonious week.